I'm Billy. I'm Christoph. And welcome to Infinity War and Beyond, the podcast where we join one super fan, myself, and one grumpy man-child. That's me. As we stumble our way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Each week, your hosts, myself and Christoph, will watch one Marvel Studios film, in chronological order, of course, starting with 2008's Iron Man and ending with Avengers Infinity War. It's hard to believe that Infinity War is almost upon us, Billy. I know. It's like, what is it, nine years? Almost, yeah, it's nine years. Nine Seems, years currently. Yeah, nine Next year, it'll be ten, which is ridiculous to me. Yeah. So it's coming, oh, yeah, because it's almost 2018. I forgot about that. <laughs> December and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And, yeah... I don't know. We we've been thinking about doing a, pod, a mini podcast for a while, and just we this idea was bouncing around, and we thought, why not watch one film a week, and it leads up to Infinity War. Yeah. So by mini, I mean I guess at this point there is going to be a sort of set trajectory, right, Billy? Yeah. We're we're set to go all the way to Infinity War, and possibly beyond. Yeah. I think at this point we're going to see how we cope to Infinity War. Uh, we're both busy guys. Keeping a weekly podcast schedule, I think, will be a challenge in itself. And then afterwards, we might we might uh, go Cause, from there. Because I love the Marvel films and Christoph hates them. I'm, you know what? I, I resent hate. I would say I have a complex relationship Disapproves with them. them? I would say it's Stockholm Syndrome in the sense that I complain about them every time. But, but you go? Yeah, but I go like on opening night. So, I mean... And then I'm, you'll just whinge to me. Usually I whinge to anyone in earshot, really. Nice. Very nice. Um, but yes, yeah, so we'll be, I don't know, each week we'll be discussing the movie, um, when it came out, what was happening around that time, possibly some, um, how much it made at the box office. Yeah, I guess our reactions to it as well, because I, I don't know if you feel this way, Billy, but my sort of react, the reality for me is just about everyone's seen these films, so I think reviewing them in any form is yeah. redundant. Instead, we we're want not, to provide a bit of context, right? Exactly. We're going we're gonna to try and bring to you some stuff you might not know. Like, for example, on our first episode, I'm going to talk about how, you know, uh, Iron Man was kicking around almost for 10 years, being, um, and at one point, Quentin Tarantino was going to make Iron Man. Oh, God. Does Quentin Tarantino just get bounced around, like, licensed properties to give them buzz and never does them? Because he's attached to Star Trek at the moment. Does anyone, does anyone want that? Who is that for? Like, surely no one wants him doing Star Trek. I don't know. Disney own everything now, you know, so... That's right, at time of recording, we've just had the Disney Fox merger. Yes, yes, and while looking stuff up on Iron Man and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Wikipedia entries have all been updated. Really? In yes. what, like, in what way? Uh, well, I was looking some stuff up for Marvel Studios, the um, actual movie company, and it mentioned how they've got the rights to all this stuff now, so it's like... So quick to update everything on Wikipedia and... Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there was just someone, like, waiting for the merger to come, be confirmed? Come, <laughs> well, for, for weeks now, they've been toing and froing about, will they, won't they, will they, won't they? Yeah, my understanding was as soon as, like, the merger was potentially in the works, Feige was, like, working on or had people working on X-Men stories. Which is, you know, great. Well, but I guess look how quickly, like, they got to Spider-Man rights and how quickly we got a Spider-Man movie out of that. It's clear exactly. that... It's clear that they want to do these films. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we're not focusing on that. We're focusing on the Marvel Cinematic Universe current. So now we're going to be talking about the trailer for Infinity War. Uh, by now, everyone has seen it. Possibly multiple, multiple times. Multiple times. 
I've watched it on HD on my TV. Ugh. Don't groan. <laughs> um, uh, I. It was funny how everyone got excited uh, for the trailer, uh, given that we've still got sort of almost another at least six, eight months before it comes out. It's and mid about, next year, right? Is it two movies or one movie? So Black Panther's coming in between. Okay, and that's what time? I think that might be February. From memory. Okay. So I, I imagine Black Panther will be our one exception to the chronological order because we'll probably see a week it comes out and, re- and record then to keep it fresh. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we'll probably talk about it, I don't know, maybe around Thor Ragnarok time as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, so yeah, everyone has seen the trailer. What were your initial... How many, how many times have you seen it? <laughs> I saw it twice. And I... what, are your, what are your initial thoughts? Um, it feels big. Yeah. Both in a narrative sense and both in a we're going to take all your money sense. Yes. Um, I mean, they have to put everyone in it. Uh, well, here's the thing. How much money does this damn movie have to make given the like all these stars in it at this point can command pretty ginormous salaries? Yeah. Like Robert Downey Jr. alone, I can't remember what his salary is, but it's ridiculous because they can't... Like, he's Iron Man. So exactly. much of that cinematic character rests on his shoulders and same with Captain America and Black Widow and all these all these characters if one of the actors decides they don't want to do it anymore I mean Disney's not not screwed because they're Disney but they're in a, oh, a, a I don't know. tough I feel, spot yeah I feel like they, they would change an actor I don't know I get the sense that they might well I, that's actually going to come up speaking of changing actors that's going to come up in our Iron Man discussion yeah it will indeed um, but back on topic uh Look, to answer your question, I, for me, it, it felt like it, it's going to be big, uh, it's going to be epic, and the marketing is going to be to match. I think by the time I sit down to see Infinity War, it's going to be really hard to go in untainted. Because that hype's just going to be massive. I mean, that first trailer was so big, so much is going on. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. We'll be, each episode, we'll be talking about how can you watch this particular film without having seen... Like a test, if it can, mm. if you can watch this film without having seen the previous films, I mean, the Avengers: Infinity War will be the big test of that. I, I don't know. In, in the uh, Russo brothers, I trust. Okay, because what Marvel Universe films have they done? They've done the two Caps. Yeah, they've done Caps, and I think that's it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's... Yeah, they did Cap, uh, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. Um, and they've worked on Arrested Development as well. That feels like a... Who's watching Arrested Development thinking, let's get these guys to do a Cap film? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I think they're also filming um, Cap... Possibly Cap 3? Oh, wait, no. Cap, Cap 4, 4, yeah. Yeah, if it comes out. I'm not, I don't think anything's been announced as yet. It seems like everything, like... Infinity was kind of the choke point, although we do have Captain Marvel. Yeah, they all... Take... Oh, sorry. That's... No, 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 I was going to say, they are also doing the Infinity War sequel, which doesn't have a name, which That's will be right. a year later. And, I mean, the Captain Marvel film takes place in the 90s, so potentially it could be its own thing and part of the phase that happens after Infinity War. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I really enjoy their work. They seem to be able to handle a big group of characters. Um, like, cause the Cap films, like Cap Winter Soldier and Cap Civil War. I mean, Cap Winter Soldier. I mean, it was almost like a spy film. 
but it did feel like you know there was a lot of people in there it, they were able mm. to work with heaps of people I mean it felt like an ensemble cast right yeah and and Captain America's War was definitely an ensemble cast well I mean film. Captain America Civil War was an Avengers film. Cap just took a little bit more screen time. I yeah. mean, that was... I think the Russo brothers... That wasn't a ba- that's not a bad thing, but it was good. For me, I was sad there wasn't more Cap, but I like. I think it did, you're right, prove that the Russo brothers are going to be han- handle an Avengers film. And yeah. I mean, isn't it lucky for Disney that they got weeding off it, given that he's sort of fallen out of, out of good, everyone's good graces since that stuff about him being shitty to his ex-wife came out? Yeah, that, and also, I don't know, from what I can gather, not that I want to, you know, um, not that I want the podcast to be sued, but uh, I feel like with their smoke, there's fire, so I don't want to say anything else, but who knows, there might be something else. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think it's just interesting that, yeah, he's definitely fallen out of good graces. And I think with even, a lot of people. Even at DC, he's got taken off projects. Yeah, I'm not sure what's happening there. I mean, I think they went... Just in general or specifically in regards to Whedon? Whedon. Um, I don't know. Just, yeah, I mean... I mean, we'll be also be talking about the DC Universe as well. We'll be talking we about how... To, right? Yeah, we'll talk about how, like, Marvel or... Because, I mean, Marvel films are cape films. But they are also various films. Like, Ant-Man is a heist yeah. film as mm. well. But, like, you know, a lot of these films have, you know, influenced other films as well. And, you know, other films influence this as well. So we will be mentioning various other films that are sort of influenced for these films. So returning, I guess we're returning to the trailer. Any moments that stood out for you? Um, probably Cap. That sweet beard? Yes, that sweet beard. Mind you, I saw something on Twitter. Um, one, a film reviewer I um, follow on Twitter. Um, he said he had just gone to see Star Wars. Um, The Last Jedi, and because, you know, because it's a Disney film, um, obviously Infinity War was playing. Yeah, of course. And apparently some lady screamed out when Cap came on, (laughs) Daddy! (laughs) Oh, wow. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's so good. But it does, like, we were talking about this before the podcast, yeah, his outfit does very much look like, so during the comics, um, Cap died and Bucky became Cap, like, at the end of Civil War in the comics. Uh, yeah, that's correct. In the Cap, in the not in the actual Civil War event book, but in the Cap book written by yeah. Bro Baker, uh, he, he died. Uh, but then he came back as you know, most well, it's comic comics. Co- yeah, it's comics. Um, but Bucky still was Captain America. So, um, and that's when we got the Steve Rogers Super yeah, Soldier miniseries, or wasn't ongoing? Yeah, and he was like you know the Nick, Sh- the head of Shield, um, and he was wearing like what the costume he's wearing now, which is like blue and a shit. A star in the middle and sort of wings. Yeah, I think it takes the, the Captain America insignia and just makes it a little bit more understated and less like superhero y. Yeah. It looks functional. And he does, like, I mean, obviously he's not Captain America anymore ish because of the events in Civil Captain America Civil War. So, Hence the beard, right? If yeah. You, like, if you're going he underground, looked, grow a beard. Yeah, he looks like he, there was a period in the comics where he stopped being Captain America and was called Nomad. When was that in the nineties under Mark Wade's run? I could be right. I can't remember off the top of my head, but we will discuss it. I'm pretty sure it was that. like Captain America, Man Without a Country, or something. Yeah, and I think it was to do with the president at the time. In possibly interesting. Yeah. I on that note, I find it really interesting that no one thought of like doing a doing a Cap book where he's nomad now, given what's happening in America. Who knows? I mean, I think Nick Spencer did a. a I think Secret Wars was an interesting way of 
interpreting what's going on in the real world and applying it to superheroes. Yes, definitely. Um, I know a lot of people weren't happy with it, but to me it seemed very interesting and relevant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see someone do that with Nomad. Ex- yeah, myself as well. So I'm hoping that they play that up in the, that man without a country element in the in the uh, Infinity War. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Cap standouts. Obviously, Cap is... It feel, as we've, I've mentioned before to Christoph, there's an event um, at Marvel that happened about maybe two years ago. What? Infinity? Uh, that's right. The uh, that, that was... Uh, What's his name? Oh, Jonathan Hickman. Second yeah. last second last event. Yeah, and it was Infinity. And it was um, Thanos with... Inf- I think it was with the Infinity Gauntlet. He was trying to take over the universe again. <laughs> and he did have his crew, which are in this book, uh, in this movie, like the... I can't remember what they're, they're called. Yeah, I forget what they're called too, but I know that visually they look very sort of uh, specific and recognisable. So a yeah. lot of people pointed out in the trailer that it's borrowing from Hickman's. Hickman's yeah, and it does feel like a bit. And a bit, that's the thing. Like in the in the Hickman run, there were sort of tiny battles everywhere, which would work great for a, like an ensemble film, right? Yeah. So it clearly looks like that. Like you know, caps in Wakanda, Wakanda. with um with Bucky, Hulk, and yeah. uh, was it Black Widow and Wakanda? I think, yeah, I think so. But I mean, at some stage, it looked like Hulk was with Tony Stark and Doctor Strange and Spidey in in a in New York. So who knows? And Thor's in looks like Thor's in space with the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's so, right. So yeah, it's kind of cool. What partnership are you looking forward to most in the in the film? Like, what characters meeting what characters? Guardians meeting like anyone? Yeah, <laughs> like Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the the potential for sort of for comedy and for sass from Rocket's really nice and high. Yeah, and especially other people's reactions to a fucking raccoon with a giant gun. Exactly. Oh yeah, we will be swearing. On this I was going to say, I feel like if we were going for a G rating, I just ruined it. No, it's alright. Fuck, bum, piss, shit. There we good. We got them all. Yeah. <laughs> well, we won't drop the C bomb, so it's okay. Let's maybe reserve that for like the last episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, like because in the comics, um, at one stage. Iron Man joined the Guardians of the Galaxy, so it's kind of cool. Like you know, I wouldn't mind that. Like the whole Tony Stark is a tech dude meeting mm. space people. <laughs> space people. Nice. Yeah. Um, on that same note, I think Tony Stark meeting Doctor Strange uh, will be will be a bit of fun. Yes, because like... they're both the same people, except one is magic, one is tech. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. a good point, actually. Doctor. Yeah, Doctor Strange is just like different Tony Stark, right? Yeah, it, he literally is, and I don't mind that. I probably don't. Yeah, I, I, I think for me, like um, Doctor Strange was definitely one of the weaker Marvel films because it, it yeah. just didn't feel original. I feel a few people do feel that it just treaded the same ground as Iron Man, except it, instead of building a suit, he has vague magic. magic powers. Yeah. Um, something else I wanted to bring up, which again I think everyone online's already brought this up, it is freaking Thanos's weird ass head. As in... Like the weird cone, because in the trailer he doesn't have his hat on. Yeah. And he just, it just doesn't look good. Well, I mean, comparing him to, I don't know, to the comics, I think it's kind of similar, but he does... Has he had the hat off in the comics? Because yeah. I just assumed that was like, he always had it on. Uh, like, I mean, I can double check, but he does kind of... I mean, he hardly ever has his hat off in the comics, but... Because in the film... Uh, sort of the way he he looks, uh, maybe it's just Josh Brolin's performance coming through. But he just looks like a 
an angry divorced dad. And I'm sure I'm not the first person to point that out, but he yeah. just, he just, I mean, it does look weird. I mean, I don't know. I can't, it might've been just that one point in the trailer. Cause I've seen posters and it's not that cone heady. Okay. Cause he just looks like he should be like clearing out, clearing his stuff out of the garage. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, man, something... I mean, his look has changed since he first appeared in um, Avengers. In what, what do you think has changed Like, if most? you compare it, like, I'll show you a screenshot. Like, the screenshot of his... His chin looked different to me, just from memory. Interesting. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure back then they didn't cast Josh Brolin. But we'll check when we talk about... Yeah, I, we're looking at a screenshot now, and he definitely doesn't look like Brolin. Yeah. Whereas the one in the Infinity War trailer just looked like purple Brolin. Yeah. Like, a little bit beefier, but pretty pretty much I, Brolin. Yeah, and I am curious as to why they didn't have him with his helmet in... Um... In the trailer? Yeah. I mean, I guess they picked a clip from the scene, so maybe for some reason he he's, like, going out for casual work drinks or something. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. <laughs> so, uh, what else did you want to talk about in regards to the trailer? Well, I feel like we're quickly running out of time because we want to try and keep this one short. So mm. I've got a few more notes. This is our issue issue zero. That's right. So we thought we'd do a quick one, but I mean, when you get us on this stuff, we it's, it's never quick. Yes. Um, so uh, something else I want to point out is Vision's a normal dude now. Yeah, I think it's that's in the comics. He's always done a like, like a human visage. Yeah, it's almost like a. I'm trying to think. There was a term for it in the in the comics. Image inducer or something, I okay. think it's called, yeah. It just so, seems like a good gimmick to save some CGI budget. Yeah, um, true. Um, there's grumpy Christoph coming out. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, I noticed Spider-Man's um, arm hairs tingling. Yeah, which of course is the spider sense. Yeah. And I might be wrong, Billy, but I don't think that was in Homecoming, was yeah, it? Yeah, no, I think that was slowly going to introduce more of his powers and stuff like that as the films got on, which was kind of cool. Uh, and speaking of Spider-Man, he has like a new suit. Yeah, not a, not a like I'm not a huge fan of the suit. Um, it looks shit. Yeah. Looks like uh, looks like a CGI. Looks like it should be in a video game, not a, like a multi-million-dollar movie. Yeah, it, I mean that's the thing. It's like the Avengers: Infinity War is set like a few years after Spider-Man, I think. And Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah. So is that... so I don't know. How many years it is between the two? Interesting, because I know at the end of Spider-Man, don't they tease a better suit, and he yeah. decides not no. to take it? Yeah, he wants to grow up and yeah, and sort of learn what with what he's got. So exactly. I wonder if now he's finally taken the upgrade. Exactly. Um, yeah. Finally, I wanted to point out that we got the Hulkbuster again. Yes, we do, because you know, I mean, probably. I haven't seen the Hulk for so many years. <laughs> Maybe they're just doing what he's going to come back and mess stuff up. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, and then also we've got Black Widow, blonde hair. I mean, in the, in, I don't, I'm not sure why. I mean, in the comics, there is um, there is a different yeah, uh, Black Widow, who is like an evil Black Widow. She's got, I mean, she's got blonde hair. I'm not sure. I think it's her name's Yelena or something. I can't remember. Just like a generic Russian name. <laughs> Yes. But, um, yeah, like, she's one of her uh, Black Widow's enemies type thing. So it's interesting that they've given her blonde hair. You know what I prefer if they gave her? Just a decent part. Yes. Like, just give just give her enough stuff to do that isn't just supporting hey, and enabling the male might, characters. She might have a part in this. I don't know. Stop That's being true. grumpy. 
That's in- my whole shtick, yes. motherfucker, and you know that. Yes, true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this has been our episode zero. Uh, I look forward to you guys taking the journey with us to Infinity War and beyond. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I, I think the show will be a lot of fun if you want to each week force yourself to watch a Marvel film like us. Or even if you've just seen them at some point and just want to trip down memory lane and to hear about how they hold up and how mm-hmm. how they sort of, yeah, uh, but yes, feel in context. This start, is the podcast for you. Exactly. Starting January, um, each week we'll have one episode leading up to Infinity War. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. No worries. Bye.